Hello, everybody, and welcome to Home Ice Advantage, episode 67. Today is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a solo pod. My name's Colin. Wesley will not be here, mainly because he would not approve of what I'm going to do here today. Today's going to be different because I'm not going to talk much about Game 6. Um, honestly, one of two things happened. One. Tom Dundon has given the directive that all playoff rounds have to go to a Game 7 to maximize ticket sales and general revenue. Or the Hurricanes played not a great game. Ranta allowed goals he shouldn't have. There was a lot of zone breakdowns. I mean, the officiating was just... uh, I'm so tired of talking about the officiating, but, you know, when a penalty gets called, and three minutes later, it's not a penalty. Five minutes after that, it is a penalty. And then ten minutes after that, it's not. It gets frustrating. But I don't want to live in the past. I don't want to think about game six. I don't want to think about game five or four or three or two or one. None of them matter anymore, to be quite frank. That's what game seven means. The game today, this will, episode will come out the morning of Game 7, is now the most important game of the season. Much like Game 7 in Round 1 was the most important game of the season up until that point. And Game 7s were kind of designed to give you, as a fan, or much more if you are the player, an anxiety attack, because... Your entire season comes down to this point. 82 games, and then seven rounds against, seven games against Boston, bringing it up to 89, and then six more for the first six games of the season, a series, brings us up to 95. We have played 95 games this season, and it all comes down to this. 60 minutes, in PNC Arena, surrounded by the Kaniac Nation, the Hurricanes have to defend home ice to go on to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's kind of a big deal. And, you know, Wesley and I could have come here and we could have talked about Game 6 and we could have dwelled in the disappointment like everyone else did. And that was a tough loss. Um, probably hurt more than it should have, but it hurt a lot. And, you know, it's going to continue this narrative of the Canes can't run on the road. And we are now the not-so-proud owners of a record for losing the first six road games in a playoff run, which had never done, which no one had ever done before, which is dope. But I want to point out one thing, because... I've now seen this all over the place that the Hurricanes won't win anything because we can't win on the road. And six losses in a row is definitely interesting. Like, questions need to be asked. Something needs to be looked at. But the Rangers have only won one road game all postseason. Against the Penguins in round one, I believe it was mental math here. It would have been game five, maybe. They were playing 
with no Sid Crosby because he was in concussion protocol and they had a third-string goaltender. And that's how the Rangers beat them. The Rangers were not lucky enough to have that against us tonight. So it's not nearly what they want you to think it's going to be. In fact, let's talk about the thing that Wesley would literally kill me if he was in the room with me right now. The Canes have won six game sevens in a row. Now I know a bunch of you are very, very superstitious fans, and I get that. My family is incredibly superstitious. Wesley is incredibly superstitious. If you've noticed, he's not here for this. In fact, actually, funny sidebar here, my other brother, not Wesley, is to this day still blamed for costing us a Stanley Cup in 2009 because he removed a pair of pajama pants from the back storage closet behind the house. That is a very true story that maybe we'll get into this offseason, but it does not matter right now. I know that people get scared of talking about this because they're afraid it's going to jinx it. And I'm not trying to tempt the wrath of whatever from on top the hilltop. I'm not here to disrespect the hockey gods. I'm not here to make them smite my team. But these are real facts, and there's a real story behind it, and I think it is pointless to not talk about these storylines because you're scared. Listen, if I talk about this or not, it's not going to change anything that the guys do on the ice tomorrow. So I'm going to do it. Um, We've won six Game 7s in a row, and that dates back until 2006, when a... uh, I don't think I've ever heard of this player. He wore number 17... Uh, it was Game 7 against Buffalo, 17. That was uh, Rob, Rod, Ron maybe? No, it, it, it's a Rod, that's a D. Rod Brindamau? Brind- oh, Brindamore, Rod Brindamore. I'm sure he wasn't important. Scored the game-winning goal. And that's what started this run of six in a row. And if we win tonight, we actually set an NHL record for most consecutive wins in a Game 7 at 7. That's, that's dope, guys. Like, we should be proud of that. We should be proud of a lot of things the team has done. Like, Seth Jarvis is randomly tied. I shouldn't say randomly. Seth Jarvis has had an incredible postseason. Like, that man literally sacrificed his front four teeth. <laughs> like, he has had, he's the youngest player left in the playoffs, and it does not show. If in five years, when Seth Jarvis is like, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but like a grown man, he's going to be a fucking problem. Note that. Like, note that. But he's currently tied for the most assists in franchise history for rookie with Brad Shaw, who did it in the 1990 season. That's, that's great. I can't tell you how proud I am of Seth. But he's not the only person to do like a forced for the Canes or become number one in some franchise stat. Aho is now the franchise leader in points and assists for the playoffs. That's incredible. Ian Cole had his first goal for the Hurricanes in the playoffs. It was the OT, OT game winner for game one. 
Tony D'Angelo scored his first ever NHL playoff goal this year. Max Domi not only scored his first NHL playoff goal, but he scored his second in the very same game. I was there. It was a great time. Jacob Slavin now leads all defensemen and points in the playoffs for the franchise. That's real. Seth Jarvis and Kuchekov. Wow, anyways. I'm not good with Russian names, and the Russian goaltenders are just... There's so many of them now, and they're so good, and I have to talk about them so often. It's not my point. They both got to make their playoff debuts, um, and that's like that's great. That's an adventure of the life that they got to experience. Auntie Ranta, who's a veteran in this league, got his first ever playoff start this year. That's not nothing. We got to welcome Ian Cole, Tony D'Angelo, Max Domi, Jesper Kakanyemi, the before-mentioned Auntie Ranta, Brandon Smith, and Derek Stepan to the Hurricanes family, making their first playoff starts for the team. That's something. They get to experience what it's like to be a Hurricanes player in this building with our fans, the loudest house in the NHL. And something that I actually think gets overlooked is these past four years, this core, it's something, man. Or woman. They're all women that listen to this. I've seen the stats. But we get stuck, and maybe it's not you, but a lot of longtime fans get stuck in 2006. Eric Stahl, Eric Cole, Justin Williams, Rod Brindamore, Glenn Wesley, like, oh, guys, Mike Commodore, like, uh, it, what a run. <laughs> what a run. And we get stuck talking about these players. And, I mean, three of them, Cam Ward, oh, my God, I forgot about Cam Ward. But two of them have their numbers hung in their roster, uh, in the rafters forever now. And I think we ignore what our current core is doing. First of all, they brought us back from relevance. I'm, like, there's no nicer way to say it. Of course, they have Rod Brindamore as their coach, greatest, gold, uh, greatest coach of all time, bar none. Don't throw Scotty Billman in my face, but that's not my point. But all cores in the top 10 for franchise leaders in the playoffs, and they're soon to be in the top 10 franchise leaders like all time. So let's let's look at it this way. In games played in the playoffs, Sebastian Alho, Jordan Starr, and Teo Vinen are all in the top ten. In points, it's Alho, Slavin, and Teo Vinen. In goals, it's Alho, Teo Vinen, Svechnikov, and Stahl. All in the top ten for the postseason for our franchise. These guys are going to be important. In 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, when everyone is retired, trophies have been won or lost, tears have been shed, arguments have been had, coaches fired, never rod though. Um, players haven't been resigned, players retired. We're going to look back at this time and remember how good it's been, how great it's been to cheer on this team, especially this season. There were a lot of historic moments this season. Just go back and look at them. 
We have never been this consistently good as a franchise. And that's something. So as you get anxious today, I want you to think about this stuff. I want you to think about this team and what they've accomplished. And I don't say this as a, well, if we lose, you know, you can turn to this and try to make yourself happy about what we had. That's not what I want. I expect us to win tonight. I want us to win. I expect us to win. I think we should win. I'll be in the building cheering as if it's my last game of the season. Just in case. Putting my all in. As if it's the last. That's what my family does. When we go with our season tickets to these playoff games, it's as if it's your last. Because you never know. In game five, we did that because you don't know, as if it's your last. We did it in game seven against Boston, as if it's your last, and we're going to do it again tonight, as if it's our last. And again, I'm not saying we're going to lose. I want us to dominate tonight, absolutely dominate. Then I want us to go to the Eastern Conference Finals and dominate again. And then I want us to go to the Stanley Cup Finals and dominate a third time. Because I think we're good enough to do it. And I want records. I want these players to be honored. I want these players to go down in history. I want this team to go down in history. Plus, there's still records to break. Sebastian Alho is two goals away from setting the franchise playoff record. Rod Brindamore, and I, I don't understand how there hasn't been more fanfare around this, Rod Brindamore is only two wins away from setting the franchise record for playoff wins. Two wins away. It's, it's, it's tonight, and then one game next round. He's all-time win leader in the postseason. This team has done incredible things. Whether it's been this season, I mean, this playoff run, or this season, or the past four years of collecting this core and fielding fielding them on the ice, which I'm now realizing doesn't quite mesh. I'm mixing up analogies here, but it's because I care, guys. Like, buckle in as if it's your last. Let's go, Canes.